to 30 something Averging. My name is Anthony and I am excited to be here with y'all on tonight. Yes, I am the Anthony who Akila is always talking to, her production manager. Tonight for the season finale, we will be interviewing our very own host for 30 something Averging, Akila herself. We're gonna get all in her business and see her experience as a first year host for 30 something Averging. So now let's welcome Akila herself. Oh my god, oh my god, I'm so grateful, so thankful, I'm so excited, I'm just kidding y'all. What's up Vargas, thank you all for joining us again for our season one season finale and I'm gonna stop talking because I am the guest host and Anthony is the host for tonight. But remember, it is your show, you worked very hard for it. <laughs> Starting us off, are you excited to answer some viewer questions and share your experience as your first season of your very own podcast? You have your own podcast. Yeah, it's like uh, sort of surreal because I've always talked about doing this. Um, it's been something that's like been in my mind for years. I can remember like when they first came out with podcasts, like going onto this little podcasting site. I was living in Walls, Mississippi, so that was about. I've been in Houston for five years, and this was like my first year in Walls, and I stayed in Walls for five years. So it was almost ten years ago. <laughs> Going on a website, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna set up. I set up a whole little account. I was like, I'm gonna start a podcast. Mm -hmm. Did nothing, but uh, thankful enough, God moved some stuff around last year, and I was able to get connected with Anthony and do some other stuff, some solo searching, and I was able to push myself to start a podcast. And here we are. So I'm excited here to answer are. the real questions. So, first question, how did you, how did the Akila get into podcasting? 
Um, like I said, it was something that I thought about long, long time ago. Um, I've been watching other people do podcasts. Um, a couple that actually pushed me, and they don't know that they pushed me. They don't even know me. Uh, they're a young couple, Deara and Ken. Mm-hmm. I was watching Deara and Ken. They're so funny. Uh, Deara, she like she chef D, chef boy D, whatever it is, and Ken is just so humble and nice and sweet to her, whatever. So I was just watching. I was like, these kids, they're making a living. They're multi-millionaires, and they're not thirty, and they're making a living off of telling people about their lives, traveling and doing different things. And I was like, I want to get into this. This is like something I want to do because I want to be able to retire at least when I'm forty-five and just be able to travel the world and do different things and. Um, get into you know just get into different different a different avenue other than education mm-hmm. because I am an education a great one I think <laughs> thank you <laughs> he's one of my former students but uh, I um, decided uh, I think it was last year 2000 this is 2020 so in 2018 I was like well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do a book I'm gonna launch a podcast I wrote all this stuff down I'm gonna start my clothing line so the clothing line was supposed to be the first thing that came out mm-hmm. and um i had a hiccup <laughs> Stu long was like nah nah b <laughs> nah b you gonna get us us right now <laughs> so Stu long uh long did something to my spirit and i'm a very very frugal person so i had to decide like you know are you going to also venture out into your business mm-hmm. or are you just gonna go ahead and knock student loan out the way uh, so I decided handle business first. I was like, I'm gonna knock student loan off first because I still need to be saving on the side too because you never know when a rainy day comes. Yeah. So I put the uh, I put my boutique Love Allure on the back burner. I had already went and got the EIN. I went and got my seller's permit. I already went ahead and got my uh, logo and stuff. Did I did all that? But when student loan started knocking up the door, I was like, Wait a minute, you really wanna mess with me right now? Like, can you leave me alone? But they didn't want to. Sally Mae doesn't want to do that. Uh, so, <laughs> I handled uh, what I needed to handle with student loan, and I was still saving on the side. So I was like, I gotta think about this in another way. So I talked to my god sister, Marquita, and Marquita was like, you know, Keila, look at other stuff that you want to do. Like, just move some stuff around. Uh, the boutique doesn't have to be the thing that starts you. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So I decided to go ahead and push my book. And I was like, once I push the book. very successful. Thank you, it is. It was a number one bestseller on Amazon for four weeks in a row. Uh, but um, I decided to go ahead and do the book. And I said, when I do the book at the same time, I'm going to push the podcast. Um, and I was just like, I have stuff to talk about. I can share like my experiences about life and different things like that. So that's how I got into the podcasting. Great answer. I'm loving it because if it wasn't for those thoughts, you wouldn't be here today. Right. I would not be here today if I hadn't a worked my mind and wrote it down. I write out everything. She does. She has a book with everything. (laughs) I could go back to the other episode and be like, yep, this is what we talked about. But speaking on thoughts, where did you get the name 30-something and virgin from? (laughs) So this is hilarious. (laughs) So initially the name was supposed to be 30-something and virgin. V-I-R-G-I-N virgin like a virgin like that like so it was supposed to be about things that we were virgins at like um kissing mm-hmm. uh going on trips jumping off a cliff sex whatever Being a virgin. <laughs> whatever you were a virgin at and then i was like well no that i feel like that's intrusive 
what else could it be? And I was like, virgin, what are, what are you on the verge of? Like, you're 30-something and you're on the verge of something, Akilah. Like, what is it? So I was like, look, you're on the verge of success. You're on the verge of writing a book. So, like, everybody else is on the verge of something, too. Whether they're 30-something, 40-something, 50-something, or what. Like, we're all on the verge of something. So that really stuck with me. I sent it to my team. And my team is my friends. I was like, what y'all think about this? <laughs> and everybody was like, yeah, that was dope. And then the tagline came right after I thought about it like a podcast about life's quirk and all the shit was on the verge of so once that came to my mind I was like this is it's it like the verge big like the, talking about like I was a virgin to a kiss or a drink or whatever that's not it this is it so that's how I got to 30 something and virgin and a fun thing was when I was making the logo for 30 something and virgin I thought I spelled it wrong. Because you came back and said, no, we're going to change it to Virgin instead of Virgin. I was like, did I mess up? Did she change it because of me? But no, it worked out. Because if you are new here, I need you to go listen on all podcast platforms. Again, we are a podcast about life. It's quirks and all the things we're on the verge of. Not some things, but all. Not something that you were just going through, but what we going through. Exactly. So, yeah. So, we do have a special caller on tonight. The first one we have is... Miss Nikki Brooks. Yes. Can we I'm give her a call? Nikki a call now. Oh, gotta put these headphones on. We're in the studio. Hello. Hello. Is this Nikki? Yes, it is. Hi, Keila. Hey, Nikki. How are you? Sorry, we're I'm running good, a little girl. behind. Thank you. Well, no worries. No worries. Well, I'm gonna. I am actually being interviewed, so I'm gonna let my guest, my host actually go ahead and start the conversation hello miss nikki how are you on tonight i'm good how are you i'm doing well thank you for asking so we're going to jump right into the questions and the nitty-gritty so being a guest host on one of the episodes for 30 something at virgin what has been the most exciting part of recording your episode Wow, the most exciting part, and I think we had a two-part episode with 30-something and Virgin, yeah. uh, but number one, Akila allowing me to just share some things. We had just a very organic, very natural conversation that flowed, and she allowed me to really like, she asked a lot of good questions, number one, and then she allowed me to really hash out my thoughts, but there were a lot of things that she said um, that were pretty profound. It was interesting because we were talking about some common events and how they uh-huh. kind of impact uh, women. Uh-huh. And um, there were a couple of things that Akila said that really, actually I was the guest host of the things she said but for me. And one of those things that, um, that she talked about was um, in relationships, which is just my thing anyway, uh-huh. how um, her, her expectation is if I'm, I got this person, hey, you my king, and I'm telling you, I'm giving you these tools, to enhance you because that's kind of why you chose me in the first place Mm -hmm. and you know I'm not critiquing you I'm not tearing you down I'm giving you what I have to go to the next level and I pretty much want you to value and appreciate that so that part actually stuck with me out of everything that we said Mm -hmm. um and I've shared that with some other um other other young women uh you know and encouraging them to kind of hear in the podcast to say, hey, you know, I, I, what you're saying, someone else is saying too, is you not crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that answer. Uh, my yes, next sir. question for you is when Akila reached out to you to be a guest host on 30 Something and Virgin, what was going through your mind? 
Well, I was excited at first. So Akila and I, we met a couple of years ago at um, nail shop actually, <laughs> and we both were just talking. The last few to Mississippi, my family's from Mississippi, and one thing about Akila at the time she was teaching, just I mean, man, you just, just like black girl magic all in the brain that's all i can say we connected on facebook so i followed her we've had some connections throughout the years i know some of the transitions and things she's done in her career so when she asked me i i was flattered that's an honor because to be able to um for someone you know you're working so hard to build a platform and a brand and have integrity with it and you are you got a message and you got a heart and an intent and to bring someone else in that you would trust with that, um, I don't take that lightly, and um, I didn't take it lightly from Akila at all. So uh, definitely, I was flattered, and I was like, "Let me get my stuff together and prepare, so I can, you know, be ready to have this conversation with this uh, amazing and intelligent black woman." So that's what's going through my head. Okay, okay. And you were totally wonderful. Like you said, stuff that was amazing. Different things that I just like. When I finished our conversation, I was like, I, I got to go step my game up, too. Like, <laughs> and think about other aspects and think about things in a different manner. You know what I'm saying? Not not saying that what I was thinking was wrong, but also, like, encouraging yeah. and pushing myself to be, be able to see things from other sides and understand things in other ways as well. Yeah, that iron was definitely sharper, sharper than iron then. Because, yeah, I was that a lot of stuff sparked with me. So that was great. I'm glad. Okay. And last thing from you, actually. You know, on the show, we have a segment called Fast Talk. As Akila is adventuring into her season two of her own show. First of all, can we clap that up? It is her show. I can't emphasize that enough. Yes. Yes, it's exciting. <laughs> what is one piece of Fast Talk you would give to Akila as she is on this journey? One piece of advice that I would give to Akila? Mm-hmm. Is, okay. So, um... One piece of advice that I would give to Akila is just be persistent because and keep it going and and don't give up. As long as it's in your heart, you've got something to say. There are the world is waiting to hear it, and no matter how big or how small your audience may feel to you, it's still valuable. It is still important, and it still needs to be put out in the earth. Whether you are speaking or whether you are making the connections for other people too mm-hmm. it's important and there is nothing that is too small and you know I know people like to say that and you know I'm along with it but I'm trying to make my little analogy short but I think about what's going on right now with voting right now you see so many black people all over America who are voting early and in record numbers and standing in line and it's not just because we have an orange Klansman in office it is because you have had people in the trenches, activists and people going out and people, not even just activists, teachers, janitors, whoever they are, telling their family and friends. You have a record number of felons who didn't know their voting rights could be restored, who have gotten their voting rights restored because one, each one has reached one. Mm-hmm. And now we see this collective thing happening and momentum. Momentum <clears throat> don't really happen off just one person. It happens off the collective. So my point is that be a part of the momentum. Keep being a part of the momentum. You talk about virgin. You talk about mm-hmm. uh, your just generation of 30-something. What you're doing is important. Your voice is important. Your heart is important. That Your tribe is listening to you 
They're out there. They need you. Keep going. Thank you. Thank you, Nikki. And I just want to give a shout out too, because I saw you. I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me right now, but you were just on a podcast and you were talking about voting rights. Well, it may not have been a podcast, but you had a um, uncomfortable combo. Uncomfortable yes, combo. I mean, no, not, uh, it was a, uh, shall we proceed? you were just on there and it was it was actually live on facebook right because you did a party uh watch yeah, party for she it. did a she did it through a, um a live a facebook live sure did and that was and I, totally we awesome had to log in and do something i don't even remember what we logged we logged in to something else okay okay but that was awesome so I wanted to shout you out for that because I know that you also do you do a lot of speaking um, with other podcasters and I think if I'm not mistaken you talked about like um, mentoring young women and different things like that so do you want to plug in your information right here so people know yeah so um, I people can find me online on Instagram on <laughs> Facebook and on Twitter at Nikki Brusso one I am definitely a social media thought provoker not really a thought influencer but I'm a thought provoker and um and a, a writer in my spare time I do relationship coaching and mentor people I also do ally coaching for people who do a lot of anti-racism work in addition to that I am a part of my uh of a podcast myself um uh, that is called uh TSFP and that is the Strange Fruit Podcast that I do along with Bishop Green and Adrian Neely. And we post our podcast on a couple of streaming platforms and we do have a Facebook page. Not really kind of expanded to IG yet, but we do have a Facebook page. And so people for the most part can find me online. <laughs> and, oh, and, and if you have room for this plug, I also am Southeast Houston's Yard Card Queen. So I am the newest owner of the Yard Card Queen franchise. And so if you have an event, let me card your yard. So Awesome. Okay. She'll be carding my log cabin yard for my birthday. I sure yes. will. <laughs> <laughs> Well, from us here at 30 Something and Virgin, first we would like to thank you for being a guest host on one of the episodes. It's a process. So thank you for taking out time in your day. Thank you for being a caller today and just giving encouraging words to Akila. So thank you for that. Okay, guys. Well, I love y'all so much. Love you too. Your audience is amazing. Keep it up, girl. Keep logging. Keep sending me those words. I be having to go through all kind of hoops to get on that week thing, but I'm gonna figure it out. So, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna figure it out that there I have less tips, but okay, you are okay. amazing. So please keep it up. All right, thank you so much, Nikki. You enjoy your weekend, okay? All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Alright. So moving right along. Question for you, Miss Akiva. Okay. What has been the most I don't want to say, I don't want to be average right now. What has been the highest point of your season one? Oh, gosh. The highest point of my season one. Um, Make you think. I promise. Uh, so, I can say recording the Kobe episode was a high point. And it was a high point because I had been recording with a guest host, like, all the time. And I wound up having to do the Kobe episode by myself. Um, but it caused me to open up and like be okay with being by myself. 
Um, then there were others. Like, there's so many good episodes. Like, I loved my conversation with my god sister Marquita. She almost had me crying on here talking about <laughs> like her move and trusting like the manifestation of, of like God and how He moves within you. Um, my sister Savine was on one that was totally dope where we just talked about like life and different stuff. And then uh, you and Aaliyah were on one. Uh, parents just don't understand. That was also a good high point too because we got a chance to give you all a voice, mm-hmm. right? Because I think that everybody deserves an opportunity to um, speak and say and share like what they're feeling, like what they're dealing with. Um, and like, I'm not gonna lie, like Nikki, when, when Nikki and I were talking, I think my hands was up in the air. I was screaming. <laughs> um, oh, the entanglement one. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> talking about entanglements. And then doing the one on voter voting and um, school. Cause I am a part of, I am, a, I am an educator through and through. If it be in the classroom or if it be in like voting or whatever, um, that's a big part of me. So those have all been big parts. It's been times we were recording and a student call, <laughs> a previous student call. We were like, we can't talk right now. <laughs> he might be talking about you, Tayana. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tayana. Today, Tayana turned 21. That's a... Uh, Malison's mama. I think I got a name right. I'm gonna make sure Tayana watch this so I can see if I, because normally I call her Malamificent or Tame, something like that. So hopefully I got that baby name right. <laughs> All right, well, before we go to the next question, we're gonna take a little break and give a shout out to our sponsor. And so we'll be right back. All right, we're pausing right now to give a quick shout out to our hosting site, anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is a podcast hosting site that you can utilize for free. Anchor has all types of creation tools that you can utilize right from your cell phone or from your computer or laptop. Anchor also gives you the opportunity to monetize yourself by giving you sponsorships. Another great thing that Anchor does is it distributes all of your podcasts to other podcasting platforms like Google, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Cast, and many, many more. All you have to do is take a second and go to anchor.fm and download this app, and then you can get started. It's just that simple. If you have a podcast in mind, or if you're ready to start your own podcast, anchor.fm is the place for you. Welcome back from the break. I hope you were able to gain something from our very own sponsors and that you might want to start your own podcast for free. Do you remember it's for free? Did you hear what she said? For free. For free. Manifesting it. Like Drake. Drake, the song for free, right? Probably, I think so. I think you got it. For free. Back to you, Miss Akila. What has been the least, the lowest, the progress like, we got to work on this? So I can't say that I've had a low, right? Mm. But I can say that there has been consistent growth and it is exciting. I think when you like, if you, for me, if y'all ever heard the saying, um, find something that you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. Like for me, this isn't work. Uh, for me, I'm excited to come and do this. I'm excited yeah. to think about what Literally, it is. On Fridays, we talk all day. You know, we record on Fridays. <laughs> so I guess he's trying to tell y'all he's sick of me. <laughs> <laughs> But we, we legit do talk on Fridays. Like, I, um, for me, the, the problems or the things that we have progressed from were always, like, something to learn from, right? So, like, how we started to do the, um, the video the, promo, mm-hmm. like, the little short video promos. Um, I think <laughs> I was more, because I am... 
people be like, you a teacher, how are you shy? I am extremely shy. Like, I don't like to talk to people. Same and, way, I'm a speaker and, and I got social anxiety. Right, you know, so like, it's like you, th- those things I've consistently grown from. Um, like pushing myself to join different groups. Like I have a good friend, shout out to Gregory Neely Jr., my classmate, class of 2000. It's our 20 year class reunion. Who shit I'm old. But um, <laughs> it's our 20 year class class reunion. So shout out to Aggies, Cahoma Agricultural High School, class of 2000. We are the best class that ever graced that campus. So thank you all. Uh, hope everybody's well. Rest in peace to those of the ones that we've lost. Uh, but anyway, back to what I'm saying. Um, everything that I feel like everything was a learning point. So like uh, me breaking out of my shyness, me getting comfortable being on a camera by myself. Me, I, I was, I'm like Anthony, sometimes I be talking so fast, you know what was going on, or something in my mouth, whatever. Um, <laughs> different things like that. Um, joining Greg, and what I said Greg 94 was because Greg uh, invited me to join this podcasting group. And since I've joined that, joined that podcasting group, I've gained so much more confidence in what I'm doing because you have so many people on there that are going through the same exact thing that you're going through. May have low viewerships. People are scared to subscribe because they think that if they subscribe to us, they have to pay for something when the actuality is free. You already paying for it on your phone. Yeah. So if you got an Apple phone, you already paying for Apple Podcasts on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> you got a uh, Samsung, you you're paying yeah. for uh, Google, Google, Google Podcast. Google Right, so like all this stuff you're already paying for. If you already have Spotify, Spotify has podcasts. Yeah, Spotify is free. On. Yep, it's free. That's what they say. See, I didn't. I didn't. Or you could just go to her website. Did I mention she has a brand in her website? You can listen for free on there also. See and see and, and while he's talking about us talking all the time, I wasn't supposed to have this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this was all. I said something to him, and this came. <laughs> I was like, you know. For my book, I need to have a landing page where people can go and see my book. And he came with my classroom and he was like, oh, what kind of spouse? What you want to have on this page? And what you want to have right here? And what you want to have right here? I was like, so they going to be able to see all this? And he was like, yeah, we'll be able to do this. We'll be able to do that. Oh, okay then. So, you know, whatever you want to do, go right ahead. But then, like, I always tell him any idea I have, either he on the same page as me or he's thinking two steps ahead of me for what I need, right? Cause like God, and I said God, yes. he spoke to me and he told me that I was gonna have a brand. But I was like, a brand, a brand of what? Be a brand of what? <laughs> Cause you know, when he be talking to you, sometimes you, your, your, your listening is a little cloudy, mm-hmm. right? Like when he's talking to you, so I'm like a brand. And then the next day when I was telling Anthony about this page, I, all I wanted was a landing page simply for my books because I didn't want Amazon to get all my money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want Amazon to get all my money, y'all. So Anthony was, I told Anthony, I said, I need a page because I saw all these other authors that had their own little landing page that you just go to, type it in. But that bursted this. So each, that's why I said each low point was actually a learning point and it helped push me and excel and uh, helped me to push and excel in other areas of the podcast and she spoke on my next topic i was gonna say because during school before covid came in messed everything up on fridays i'll be in her room mostly all day after class in her room we were discussing what we're going to do for tonight's episode what can we do for this what can we do for this and literally the site that site it took about a week for the design and about two weeks just to get it up and like everything finished but that's because we worked hard on it she told me after i 
I forced the brand. She told me exactly what she wanted and hopefully I was able to come through with it. Yes, came through with everything. When I say everything that I asked for, and y'all don't understand, like, I'm like, I'm tech savvy, but I ain't tech savvy. <laughs> like, I know enough to get me by, <laughs> and then Anthony knows the rest. <laughs> and that's the thing I was gonna say next. You have most people out there who just rely on their team, and they're like, I, I'm just, I'm the face of the company, but, but they ain't did nothing. Akila works hard, she's studying. I, t I introduced her to YouTube University. I would text her, what you doing on YouTube? She learning something new, learning something new, but that's how we start. That's where I started. So. Yeah. Come a long way. I did, I did. So now we're gonna have our next caller. We have Miss Tiffany. Yes, we're gonna call my homie Tiffany. She in Nashville, Nashville. She gonna kill me, y'all, cause I'm a few minutes late calling her. But <laughs> a lot goes on behind the scenes. I promise y'all, we just be, we be working. Working, working, working. I hope y'all are enjoying the show as much as we are because we having a legit fun. Um, oh. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Hi, Tip. Hi, girl. Hi. <laughs> First, I would like to thank you for being a caller on 30-something and Virgin season one finale. It is the finale. How are you? You good? <laughs> no problem. So, starting off with our first question for you, what was your experience like being a guest host on 30-something and Virgin? Being, I can't hear, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Okay. Can you hear me? First question is, what was your experience like being a guest host on 30 Something at Virgin? Um, well, it was my <laughs> first podcast, so that was exciting. Um, it was really, really fun. Um, me and Keila go way back. Um, but it was just really fun and fun and like just being able to talk about different um, issues that go on in the black community, mm -hmm. even things that were not issues. It was just all around a good vibe. I really enjoyed it. Okay, okay. I know we. this has been a long season, so I need you to think back, back to back, back, back to your episode. What was your favorite moment of your episode? She did a couple. Yeah, true. So, anyone that you would like. Uh, I think all of them were my favorite just because they were either talking about things um, like entanglement or things dealing with, you know, black women. Mm -hmm. um, and those were the things that, you know, the black community wants to hear about, but also needs to hear about, you know, different perspectives um, from millennials and things like that. So I enjoy, I don't really think I have a favorite. I think all of them were my favorite. So tip. <clears throat> You're going to be on season two. This idea just popped in my head. I had to stop Anthony. I, I put my hand on him. I said, hold on, because I got to let my girl know. We're going to have a great, okay. we gonna, we got to have a great sweatpants conversation. Mm. We got to mm. have one. Mm. We got to have We got to have a great sweatpants <clears throat> conversation. Like we, think we, was ready for that. <laughs> we, we got to have one. Every it blesses me every season. 
We got to have one. We got. So I just want you to know. Season two, you cover it all. That's what. It's gonna be one of our top. <laughs> okay, I'm MLK. looking forward to that episode. <laughs> yeah. That might have to be episode two. It's gonna have to be episode two. <laughs> At the beginning yeah, of the season. Okay. Yes, because it's sweatpants time. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Don't let bless me in the fall like a good gray sweatpants. Oh, gosh. <laughs> See, this is what happened behind the scenes, y'all. <laughs> oh, my God. But you gotta. I have been this way, and I'm, we're going to get back to Tip because I want Tip to uh, have her time and enjoy herself on this episode as well. But ever since I was a kid, when the idea pops in my head, I either have to get it out, write on a piece of paper or something. My roommate hated me uh, <laughs> when we were in college because I would be waking up in the middle of the night writing poems on uh, pieces of actual paper or uh, paper, brown paper bags or whatever. I would do that. So when this idea just popped my head because I saw Tip's post earlier about some sweatpants, and I was like, we got we got to talk about every I aspect of it. Some great sweatpants to bless your face. Just a a little touch. I mean, go ahead. Getting <laughs> <Yes, ma'am. laughs> back to your questions. So, Thirty Something and Virgin <laughs> debuted on January twenty sixth of twenty twenty. How has the podcast from your eyes evolved from the first episode to episode 30 or yet? Yep, we're on episode 30. Oh, wow. Um, it has, like, I've seen it, like, really take off. Um, and I think with anyone that's starting a podcast, it's a give and take. It's a learning experience. But um, one thing that I do know that when Akila puts her mind to things, um, she hits the ground running. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it it took off. I don't think she knew how quick it was going to take off because I enjoy listening to it. Like I normally like do walks or runs in the morning, and that was one of the podcasts I would do either my morning walkthroughs or my evening runs. So I enjoy them, and I could hear the difference um, in each episode. Like it got better and better. Like it started off with things. Um, learning about a business and how to create a business and how to go forth until, you know, and went on into things that were important to the black community, whether it was relationships or wealth or self-esteem or mental health. So I think it, it went, it took off really quick, but it touched all the bases of the black community. And I really enjoyed it. Y'all hit the subscribe button. I just want y'all to understand this is a subscriber. This ain't somebody that uh, just for like doing some homework. She actually listened and she subscribed to the channel. <laughs> Thank you for being a loyal subscriber. <laughs> but speaking on what you just uh, noted, on the managing side of the show, you can see where your podcast is being listened at. And aren't you listening overseas? Don't you have listeners overseas? Yes, I do have listeners overseas. Let me tell y'all. So, let me just go to the app right quick because I was actually looking at that because it's gonna be part of my manifesting Mondays, uh, talking about like what I've manifested. So, when you look at my analytics for now, I am being listened to in Ireland, mm-hmm. Bahrain, Nigeria, India, United Kingdom, Germany, Jamaica, Kenya, Singapore, the Philippines. Egypt and yeah. Canada. <laughs> now, now you yeah. tell me about that. Yes. I don't think Akila would have known she would have been listening in these places. 
when we first started in on January 26th of 2020 on that first episode. Yeah. I don't think it ever crossed her mind because she thinks about a lot and uh, she writes everything down, but I don't think she wrote that down. I did not. I did not have a plan <laughs> not yeah. to be in these places. And to be honest, um, like Kenya, Singapore, the Philippines, Egypt, and Canada, and Germany, and India, and Nigeria are new. Mm. Ireland and Bahrain and the United Kingdom have been on here for a while. In Jamaica, they have been on here for a while, but the other ones are new. So, thank you, God. Thank you, all the viewers and new people that are listening. Thank you to the Pod Squad on Facebook. Thank you to the Anchor Pod Squad Facebook page as well, because we're doing a lot of following uh, with each other, different podcasters, and sharing information and getting people to be on the shows. And you're coming and subscribing to the channel. So, thank you all so much for that. And my next question for you is, how has Aquila grown as a host and a business since the start of the year? Oh, wow. Um, That's a good question. Like I said, I've known Aquila for a few years now. So it, I'm not surprised that uh, she would make an excellent host. I mean, she's an English connoisseur. Um, <laughs> but you no. Know, with business, like, you know, I've seen her grow. She's always talked about things she's wanted to do um, business-wise and things like that. Like, we used to talk about it. Um, she would spit out ideas, and they were good ideas. So I think what she did was put pen to paper and put thoughts, manifested thoughts into reality. Mm -hmm. um, and I think she did a very good job at it. Um, like no business is going to be easy but I I think she did uh, the things that need to be done she prayed about it she wrote down a business plan she you know um, made sure all her teeth were crossed her eyes were dotted uh -huh. and she just stepped out on faith and it worked out it worked out really good it worked out for the good all right. Well, thank you for being a guest on our season finale. Again, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you for being on the show in our episodes and being part of the journey. No problem. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you so much, Tip. Thank you for also being patient, too, as we were going through our little things tonight. So thank you so much for that. Do you have anything that you want to plug, like a business that's coming up or anything you got going on? No, catch me in 2021. I may. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, I heard that. Cool, 2021. Out the head, you know. Oh, I am working on my um, uh, life coach certification. So, um, I'm looking into possibly starting my um, own life coach business. So, that'll probably be coming out mid 2021, late 2021. That means we got to talk then. We got we to talk <laughs> like offline so I can tell you some stuff that I've been looking into. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool. Well, thank you so much for being on tonight, friend. I really appreciate it so much. No problem. Thank you guys for having me. Thank, thank you. you. Good night. All right. Have a good one. You Same too. Man. All right. All right. Thank you, Miss Tiffany. Next, we have our very own Miss Marquita. Do y'all remember Marquita? They should. Everybody should know my god sister. Right. That's my best buddy. Marquita Chante Perry. Let's give her up a call. Yeah. She'd be like, um, from today. Give her a collie call. And while you're here, scroll down. Yeah, scroll down. Click subscribe. Click the bell next to it. And yeah, just share. Awesome. Please like Hello. and comment as well. Hello. 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 Hi, how are you? 
All right, how are you? Doing well, thank you for asking. Peasy F baby. Peasy F baby. Please say What's the baby. <laughs> That's her nickname now, y'all. I gave her the nickname. Let me tell y'all before Anthony gets into questions. We grew up together. We've been friends for 20 plus years. And I used to call her MP. And then all these other folks started calling her MP. Uh. So I was like, oh, okay, y'all want that? Y'all had it. <laughs> P, what's up? <laughs> what's up? So nobody else called her P, but me, because it's my best butt. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Off my soapbox and back to my reunion. <laughs> so, yes, as you know, we are recording 30 Something of Virgin, season one reunion. It has been a great journey. And you have been a part of the journey. So my first question for you is, how was your experience on your episodes, plural, of 30-something and Virgin? I mean, this my eighth, so great. You know, anytime we get together, it's a good time. So, All right, now. Well, I'm happy. I'm, you know, excited whenever I'm doing something with her, especially with something I know that's dear to her heart. So that right there just was... It was a blessing mm. for both of us to be where we are in our lives and the growth that we have overcome, you know, from, like she said, 20-some years of knowing each other mm -hmm. to where we are now, you know, in our full-grown womanhood. Say so, that. <laughs> just seeing her, just being a part of her, you know, blossoming mm -hmm. in that full womanhood, you know, is a blessing. It's amazing. It's that's freaking awesome. Yes. Marquita, Anthony doesn't think that I, I am shy, but can you explain <laughs> to them that I'm actually really shy, like a really shy person? Well, <laughs> oh, she I mean, that's the thing. You know, cause you know, it, it reminds me of when Janet, Janet Jackson and Michael both have said the same thing, that they are shy. And you wouldn't think it cause they perform So uh -huh. what you do, you know, your performance is different from, you know, your homebody time. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody gets you out in public, you know, you might be shy or whatever, but you know, when it's time to get, you know, stuff done, you know, that's your performance side yeah. or that's your, your animal side where, you know, say you got to handle business. Her host mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. My Sasha fears. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, sister? Sister, <laughs> sister wife, Beyonce, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> And so, mm -hmm. <laughs> going on how you said that it's been amazing being on a show, what was your most favorite moment of being on a recorded episode? You said, what was my favorite moment? Yes. He's referencing like your, your that, episode. Like, what's the favorite part of the episode? I mean, the whole episode. Just, you know, to get the call. Mm -hmm. You know, she didn't have to call me, <laughs> you know, even though I'm always here when she called, but, you know, the whole episode was my favorite. I mean, I don't know if you just, our vibe, we just joshed <laughs> together, like, that's us. So, you know, the whole episode was a vibe for me. And that was my next question. What was going through your mind when she reached out to you to be on the show? Finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he said finally like, <laughs> like she wasn't gonna be out here 
I know, like, like you know what I'm saying? I knew my time was coming. <laughs> you know, I just didn't know quite what the topic was going to be, but she know that, you know, regardless of what the topic is, I can get in where I fit in. Mm-hmm. You know, she don't surround herself with dumb people for a reason. <clears throat> so... <laughs> I'm saying she's saying it all my favorite part of the episode um, I think I said this a little bit earlier in tonight's episode was that um, <laughs> you were reminiscing so Marquita's episode was manifestation mm-hmm. and she was talking about her life and I just ooh, oh my god Anthony we got to ask her mm-hmm. because she done manifested some things <laughs> so Marquita was actually my manifestation Monday post about a week or two ago mm-hmm. And I'm going to let Marquita share because uh, on her first episode, she talked about how she was manifesting her dreams to move to a new state and do different things. And let's see if what happened and what she talked about in the episode, let's see how it came to fruition for her. Yeah. Okay. Well, in the episode, you know, just to give people a little recap, you know, I was talking about how I ended up in Louisiana, you know, being laid off and you know, going to the Lord in prayer, like, you know, you know, Father. Well, let me backtrack just a tad. Prior to that, prior to me getting laid off, you know, I went to the Lord. I was working two jobs. I was like, you know, Father, you know, your girl can, you know, roll with the best of them, but I'm tired. I'm like, these two jobs are kicking my butt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, I need your, you know, help, your advice. I need something. And he was like, my child, quit that part-time job. I was like, see, that ain't what I, you know, asked you for. <laughs> like, that ain't what I need to hear. I need money. That's what I need. I need more income. He said, no worries, my child. I got you. And three months later, I got laid off. And I'm like, I thought you had me. Like, what is going on? <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, I went full-time at part-time job. And then I was like, look, uh, this part, this even though I was full-time at the part-time job, it wasn't paying no bills like, you know, my full-time job was. I was like, look, I really need your help. So <laughs> whatever you want me to do, I'm prepared to do it. And he told me again, he was like, quit that job, my child. I'm like, who is talking to me? <laughs> this ain't God. This is not my father. Because <laughs> my father will put me on these streets. You know, suffering. Put you out of them streets. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, you know, I did quit it. You know, and, you know, when you telling people, you know, like, you know, I'm quitting the job. And they was like, you found another job? I'm at my part-time job, you know, with my new, full, you know, the part-time job that I turned into full-time, you know, talking to them. They were like, you found another job? I'm like, No. They were like, did you get laid off on your full-time job? I'm like, yeah. Ain't this your only source of income? Yeah. I was like, you know, when you're saying stuff out loud, it yeah. makes you sound crazy. <laughs> but you know why. And they were like, so why you quitting this job? And the only answer I could give was the Lord told me to. And, you know, the young people, ain't nobody saying nothing crazy to me. They were just like, okay. You know, because young people, they like, you know, you know your bills, you live your life. But the older people, they was like, go with God, baby. Go with God. So, you know, I went with God, you know, and it was coming up to my birthday. And Keela asked me, she was like, what you want for your birthday? I said, a job. Because <laughs> I was saying it loud so Lord can hear me. I don't quit the, the, the full-time job. <laughs> so, Lord, I still need a job. <laughs> and so, uh, I got a call from my old director, you know, and... 
you know, asking me, did I have, you know, her, I got laid off. And I'm like, who ran my bitch? But okay. Yeah, I got laid off. And, you know, asked me if I had prospects. And I'm like, you know, oh. <laughs> so when I went back, I didn't go back far enough. So before I got laid off, my manager took a job in Louisiana. And he left in March. His last day at work, he was, you know, we were saying our goodbyes. He was like, my queen, I'm going to miss you most of all. I was like, oh, whatever. You know, I'll see you in six months. I'm coming to Louisiana where you at. You know, so that was in March when he left, when I told him that. And mind you, I had no plans. I didn't even know I was about to get laid off. So I had no plans of, you know, of moving, you know, in my mind. But when I, you know, got connected with the director in uh, Louisiana and started the job, I started September the 1st. So six months later, you know, what I told Andy, I told him I'll be down there in six months. So six months later, I was down there. So, you know, that's why, you know, I'm mindful about the things I say, you know, when I speak on others and when I speak on myself, you know, because I'm going to try to manifest the best, regardless if I know you, regardless if, you know, if you not, you haven't been the kindest to me, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know, I'm still going to speak, you know, love, like, you know, I have this saying, I'm not going to put my mouth on you I mean I'm not going to talk about you unless I'm trying to help you you know if I talk about some of my situations because hey so and so going through something you think we can help them out type of thing I'm not oh you heard such such mm. it's a shame ain't it no and that's the people that I surround myself with you know so that when we talk about like you know so so going you know can you we go try to help that person because you know, what's the sense of talking down on somebody that's already down? Mm-hmm. That's all you know what I'm saying? And everybody has been at a point where they were down. So, you know, I always think about, you know, when I was in my down, how I got up. You know, what angel, what human angel the Lord said to me. So that's what, you know, I try to be a human angel for somebody else. But, um, yeah, you know, got down to Louisiana, hadn't planned on being there uh, as long as I had. But me and Keela had talked off and on about me moving uh, from Louisiana. I just didn't, I wasn't settled on where I was going to go. You know, I I had, well, actually, me and Keela had talked about both of us moving to Texas when we were still standing walls. And, you know, so yeah. I thought that was a possibility. Um, Atlanta, you know, always a possibility. Uh, it just, you know, I wasn't settled on anything. And we didn't ever come settled. Because I remember, you know, talking to Keela about it, I was like, you know, I'm settled, I'm going to Atlanta. Was it last year? Yeah, that was that was last year. You had said it last year that you was going to Atlanta, and yeah. then when that stuff happened with the lease, you was like, "Oh yeah, Atlanta it is. I'm I'm gone." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I was like, one more year. That's it. I'm like, I'm not uh, renewing my lease here. I'm like, I'm going to Atlanta, and 
you know, when COVID hit, uh, even though I said I was moving to uh, Atlanta, it was a lot going on there. Uh, my casino, like uh, we had new systems there. We was doing quite a bit of things and, you know, I just didn't have the time to like focus on making a move to Atlanta because my, my thought process was to get a job before I got to Atlanta. You know, so, you know, when COVID hit, you know, I remember like, you know, it, it takes something to stop you in your tracks. And that's exactly what COVID did because I didn't realize uh, it was as close to my lease being expired, to my lease expired again, you know? And, you know, when my director called me and told me that they was, you know, gonna lay me off and, you know, while I was on the phone with him, you know, the Lord spoke to me and he was like, you know, now's the time to move my child. <clears throat> and I told him that, I said, I'm gonna be okay. I said, um, you know, my lease is up in June. And I and I said, you know, why, you know, now would be the time for me to move. And I said, you know, I would have thought about moving to Atlanta. And he was like, no, I don't want to lose you like this. We got a good team. He was like, um, you know, we're going to be okay. We're going to open back up. And, you know, this, that, and the third. And the day that... Cause you know they were doing the phases to let businesses open back up well when it was time for the casinos to open back up all the casinos was releasing their um uh, publications to the newspaper and to the to the news station letting them know what was the plan you know for them reopening you know how many guess they were gonna allow, you know, how the social distance was gonna go and all that. They're playing. They was laying it out. Mm-hmm. And our casino, Sun Out of Publication said that they was closing permanently. Oh. And they did not let the employees know ahead of time. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, that just confirms it, you know? Because, you know, after I got laid off, you know, I had talked to Keela. And she was like, yeah, that sounds like it, it, you know what I'm saying, it meant to be that for you to go ahead and move. So, yeah. you know, I was ready, you know. <clears throat> I was already mentally ready. You know, I felt bad for my fellow coworkers because that's 420-some people that lost their job. And, you know, I just prayed that, you know what I'm saying, the Lord guide them the way he was guiding me. Cause I knew he was he was leading me somewhere that I needed to be, and you know I was just excited. You know, I was like, this new chapter is is it, and you know I was mostly excited because you know we had you know America and our family. You know, my auntie is fifty four years young, became a first time mom, and this auntie. When me and Keela had both, you know, was, I think we were 33 and 31, something like that. We had both, <clears throat> we were both in our 30s. And she told us, <laughs> you know, cause we, we don't have any kids and we not married now. She was like, y'all need to freeze y'all eggs. And we like, what in the world? <laughs> <laughs> and y'all can free eggs? <laughs> 
What is she talking? Freeze an egg? Freeze an egg. Like, what is, what is she You know? And, um, you know, apparently she was playing, you know, because, you know, her and my uncle, you know, they was giving a big old healthy blessing to a young lady, you know, that served as her gestational uh, surrogate, you know, so is my auntie's biological child. But, you know, just beautiful, beautiful blessing, you know, that auntie who was much like a mother, she was one of the mother figures in my life that, you know, that had a hand in raising me, my brother who said, many cousins, you know, she was that auntie, how me and Keela is. Like, me and Keela are both the only one without kids and on both sides of our family. Oh, and we is we are that auntie, you know, like, you know, the auntie is gonna get, you know, the prom stuff or, you know, the, the party stuff, whatever you need. They know the auntie to call. <laughs> and that is us. <laughs> and so it was just like, just a joy that my auntie that who has given so much to others you know just was reaping a blessing that she wanted you know a very long time and then I got here and found out she had a demon baby you know that like fight people <laughs> all the time Bree is not a demon that baby <laughs> that never sleeps you know she goes sleep for 10 minutes just to wake up and attack you you know just <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,